Welcome to another episode of Bar Silence. My name is Jameson, and if you're new to Bar Silence, this show aims to explore the very best video game music from past and present every single month. And if it isn't, thanks for coming back. As you may already know, there are many ways to listen to the show, but if you want to hear it live, you gotta tune into 8 Beats Radio on the first Tuesday of every month at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 8 Beats is an internet radio station dedicated to video game music that you can listen to anytime, anyplace, by going to 8beats.co. And if you want to interact with the show, join us on Twitter at BarSilenceVGM for cool posts and show updates. This month, I'm proud to announce that we're joining a massive video game music podcasting event with over 20 different shows called the Masters of EGM. You can follow the Twitter account, Masters of EGM, for updates all month long, or join the conversation using the hashtag Masters of EGM. The general idea to celebrate this event is that every show participating is going to focus their episodes this month on who we all think are the very best composers in the world of video game music. To make things special for this show, you're going to get two episodes of Bar Silence that'll be focusing on my selections of who I think are masters of their craft. I'm breaking my choices into two sets to better feature the music from these composers, and I think you're really going to enjoy them. We opened the show today with BGM2 from Super Bomberman 3 for the Super Nintendo for our first selection as a master of VGM, June Takuma. Her career in video game music started in 1985 when Hudson Soft released the first Bomberman game for the NES. She has composer credits in over 19 separate Bomberman games, and over 32 total video games that were all released between 1985 and 2007. Her portfolio, outside of the Bomberman games, includes Adventure Island, Doraemon, Fazanadu, as well as Military Madness. So while the majority of her career was focused on the Bomberman series, it's the variety of genres and the expansion of what video game music really was that makes her work stand out. Now, regarding the main theme of the Bomberman games, that catchy tune was established in the very first game. It's a perky little earworm that's quick to get stuck in your head. Here's what that sounded like. Truth be told, that's kind of all there is to it. The early NES games were often victim to being limited to a very bleep bloop type of sound that was reminiscent of the arcade games from that time period. The first game's repetitive gameplay needed a catchy song that you could listen to over and over again as you worked your way through the maze-like levels in the game. Now what's really special about this theme, much like what Koji Kondo has done with the Super Mario Bros. theme over the years, is that Jun Chikuma continued to evolve the theme a bit for each release. Here's a sample of what that sounded like just four years later on the 1989 release of Bomberman 2 for the NES.
And here's how that song evolved just a few years later in the 1995 release of Super Bomberman 3 for the Super Nintendo. So now that that's out of the way, we're going to get into a block of songs that showcases the fun and eclectically experimental ways that Jun Chikuma contributed to defining the music in the Bomberman series. First, we're going to hear Password from Super Bomberman 3 for the Super Nintendo, and then we're going to hear Battle Game Music from Saturn Bomberman for the Sega Saturn, followed by Password Screen from Bomberman World for PlayStation 1, and finally we're going to hear Staff Roll that was on Saturn Bomberman to round things off.
Bomberman Hero for the Nintendo 64 is easily one of the most remarkable games in the Bomberman series for a few reasons. First, this game changes up the formula and puts Bomberman in an action game role this time, and to date remains one of the only games in the series that's truly a 3D platformer. And the second reason is that Jun Chikuma created the pinnacle of what's ultimately been done with the Bomberman game's soundtrack since then. It's truly a testament to her work as a composer, and it remains distinctly great music that I still enjoy listening to regularly. Now, while other games have had specifically techno or electronic music soundtracks in the past, much like Yuzo Koshiro famously did with the Streets of Rage games, Jun Chikuma created an excellent soundtrack that feels intentional and well-crafted using club music of the time period, that included the heavy bass and fast breakbeats of drum and bass, the dub and hip-hop influences of Jungle, as well as the ravey influences of Acid House, and combined them into a perfect futuristic sound that pairs well with the game's planet-hopping story mode. So for this final block of songs, we're going to hear three tracks. Underneath Us Now is an unknown track that I found on the game rip, which I'm unsure of whether or not it's actually in the game. And then we're going to follow that with Phone, then Supplemental, and making its return to the show is Redial, which is a fan favorite and was originally played in episode zero, but it's too good not to play again. So enjoy these tracks and we'll be back after that to focus on our second Master of EGM.
For the second master of VGM in this episode, I'm selecting Yasunori Mitsuda. In 1992, at the young age of 20, he began working for Squaresoft as a sound engineer on games like Final Fantasy V, The Seventh Saga, Secret Armada, and Romancing Saga 2. And after just a few years with the company, he decided he was ready to move up. Yatsunori Matsuda, in a bold move, went to then-Square Vice President Hironobu Sakaguchi and threatened to quit unless he was able to compose for a game of his own. And that first major title is the seminal 1995 release of Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo. That's right, his first soundtrack is easily one of the very best of the 16-bit era, and still to this day is an absolute masterpiece of video game music. And while I'm not qualified to give you a professorial lecture of his music, he refers to it as representational works which defined who he was as a composer while he was making that music. And he has composer credits on over 60 games in the last 27 years. I'd say, without a doubt, Yasunori Masuda represents himself as an expressive perfectionist whose work can be enjoyed independent of the games that they're tied to, which to me, is a true sign of a master of their craft. Chrono Trigger was actually one of the very first Super Nintendo games I ever purchased on my own. I don't really know how or when I learned about this game back then, but I had to have it, and I'm glad I got it. I completely fell in love with this game. The character designed by Akira Toriyama and the soundtrack captivated me. I couldn't stop thinking about time travel or how certain choices affect not only your present, but the world at large. The game's story is incredible, and the music deeply ties the player to the events within the game, whether it's an introduction to a character, expressing the feeling of a different time period, or even heightening the importance of a battle. So since this show is about video game music, let's jump into this next block of songs. Underneath us has been Peaceful Days, which plays early in the game giving you that distinctive feeling of comfort in the world you're about to explore, and the next song we're going to hear is fan favorite Corridors of Time, which appears several times throughout the game, and then we're going to follow that with Battle with Magus. The final track from Chrono Trigger, at least for this episode, will be Last Battle, which is a phenomenally epic track that plays during the game's final battle with Lavos. Let's take a listen.
following Chrono Trigger 16-bit greatness is very difficult. So for this next block of songs, we're going to play a few tracks from other games by Yasunori Matsuda that cover a variety of styles to help showcase his range of talent. Playing underneath us now is Heaven's Door from the 1996 Squaresoft game, Front Mission Gun Hazard for the Super Nintendo. Then we're going to hear Rainbow Castle from the 1999 game Mario Party. Yasunori Masuda worked with Kenta Nagata and Koji Kondo to compose the music for this classic Nintendo release. And then we're going to hear The Blue Traveler from the 1998 release of Xenogears on the PlayStation 1, followed by Part Shop, which is from the 2007 PlayStation 2 game Armadine. And then last we're going to hear Your Name Is from the 1996 Squaresoft fighting game to Ball Number 1, and then we'll be back after that.
Chrono Cross was released in 1999 by Squaresoft for the PlayStation 1, and is known for taking video game music to a then unreached peak. The game itself took players on a journey between dimensions rather than time like the first game in the series. So this soundtrack needed to convey those differences between these dimensions musically. To do this, Yasuri Masuda used old world musical influences from Ireland, Finland, and Mongolia, as well as African percussion sounds to develop this unique soundtrack. Each of these all come together in a beautiful way to give this game its distinctive sound, and it remains one of Misuda's most highly regarded soundtracks of all time. Underneath us now is a track called Arnie Village Homeworld, which is a favorite of mine that plays in the main character Seaside Fishing Village. We're going to let that one play out, and then we're going to bring up the energy just a notch with the battle theme between life and death, and follow it with the final song for this block called Dragon God, and I'll be back after that.
And that's it. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed part one of two about the Masters of EGM. If you want to interact with the show and tell me what you think about my selections, you can follow me on Twitter at BarSilenceVGM. That's where I'll post show updates and various information about the games that are featured in every episode. And if you've been enjoying the show so far, please consider telling your friends. You can go to BarSilence.com to listen to past shows if you've missed any, and be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Music. I'd love to hear what you think. So to wrap everything up, don't forget that I've got a second episode coming later this month featuring the final two masters of EGM that I've selected. But before I go, we're going to listen to the incredibly great Chrono Cross intro song called Scars of Time. Enjoy, and I'll see you soon.